0: It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And fired up today, we got one of our long-term buddies. He's a friend of ours, man, which makes the conversation really easy to carry on. He's just always up to something in the motorsports world. He is just one of those guys that's kind of plugged in. He's doing test hits. He's, he's creating and making machines and equipment we've only dreamt of. He's testing prototype stuff. He's snatching pictures up uh, behind the scenes. Like He's doing all that crazy behind-the-scenes stuff that we only dream about doing, uh, but we can speak with him firsthand. So Revan Evan is on with us today, and we're fired up about that, man. Um, how did you first meet Evan, Kev? Because I know you introduced me to him uh so how did you guys first meet a long time ago man that's that's a great story uh guys probably been 20 years now it's a family show so i just want to make sure we're good with that right <laughs> <laughs> i'll leave
1: out the good parts or the bad <laughs> okay. parts whichever right, one right
0: put right. it right. uh, on how you look at it
1: <laughs> no man i mean this was kind of cool this is back you know we've talked about it a few times here on the show little bits here and there the uh basically it was coyote v10 right a, a coyote version and 10 cylinders, 40 valves, uh, me and the gang put together, uh, shoot, about 20 years ago in R&D at Ford. And it was all top secret. It was all behind the scenes. And uh, we had some communications folks there, marketing folks that are like, why are we keeping this so quiet? You know, why don't we, why don't we tell the world about it? So uh, Evan is always in the mix uh, with a lot of the OEs, especially buried with Ford. Uh, you know, when something new comes out, like you mentioned. They throw the keys at him. He throws down some bitch and drag race times. He writes articles. He takes pictures. Well, we show up the drag strip with this cool V 10 Mustang, the first one ever built, uh, sitting in the Cobra, R Mustang mule, uh, from 2000, you know, the vehicle was sitting around for nine inch T 56 box it all the right suspension. And, uh, here comes this dude, cameras in hand, you know, ready to write everything down recording. And, um, Handing him the keys, and he busted out some killer lap times and uh, wrote some great articles for some of the magazines. I think that was, what, Muscle Mustangs and Fast Forward back then? Yep. And, um, yeah, dude, it's been history. We've been pals ever since. Uh, Great string of articles that he's done um, and so many other things that, uh, you know, cross paths with along the way. So, super awesome (laughs) guy in the middle of it all, just like you said.
0: I follow him on social media, man. I see all this Godzilla stuff he's doing. Hey, hey Mr. Revan, Evan, do we call you Revan or can we call you Evan?
2: <laughs> Whatever you guys like.
1: You uh, might not uh, like what well, we want to call you, so we'll stick with that. I'm
2: cool, I'm cool with either, man.
0: <laughs> um, Evan, so, I, I you know, I, I see you tinkering on so many toys, so many cool platforms, man. You know, it's going to be cool to pick your brain and see what you're up to uh, right now. I know you're a busy man, so... Uh, I'll tell you what, let's knock this break out of the way real quick. Uh, But I know, man, on a laundry list of excitement, you have a lot of top-tier things you're working on or behind the scenes on. Uh, It must be good to be Evan right now.
1: I'm always
2: just trying to have some fun and playing with cars, guys.
1: Yeah, well, I know I got a few to pick your brain on because, you know, we've all seen, uh, you know, this new Dark Horse Mustang, 500-horsepower, right base model you know from the factory so new platform new everything so i'm i'm really kind of geeked up to hear a little bit about that i know you got some insights i see your uh Revin evan uh social media your youtube stuff um the gtd's coming out Dude, he's yeah. all over godzilla he's
0: all over he's like mantra bro he's all over godzilla um, wait till you hear some of the cool things he's doing there some of the cool crazy cars he's building we'll take a break on the Two Guys Garage podcast come back, Mr. Revin Evan uh, the man, the myth, the legend grabbing gears and drinking beers I don't know if we can say that last part but he's Kevin Burden, from Willie B and we're back after the break hoorah It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I Willa be We got my man Revan Evan on the podcast today. This dude is plugged into everything related to cool cars, cool projects, wild builds. Alright man, we're gonna start peel a couple layers back. You guys can follow his stuff. Check out Rev and Evan on YouTube, all his other stuff. Uh, We'll get to his social media handles in just a minute. But you got to, bro, you got to tell us, I know you're elbows deep in a Godzilla project. So go ahead, man. Just give us some stats, numbers, figures. Give us some data. I know you're all about Godzilla. Uh, Give us the scoop, man. What do you got? Come on, what are you working on?
2: Working on a lot of stuff, man. I'm kind of entrenched in the Godzilla movement, thanks to uh, (laughs) my good friend uh, and... uh, And... Kevin's friend Brian Wolf who's like the he's the wolf man you need a Godzilla you call the wolf
1: he's the wolf man Yep. so he's yeah, that's hey, right.
2: it, it is a movement
0: man it's it's Ford's version of you know LS swap the world they finally got something you know NA that's making big power and that the architect behind it is uh, is it's man it is sweet. It's big 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 power. Something out of big cubes that's been missing kind of in the Ford side of things. Does this fill a big void for the Ford fanatic out there?
2: Absolutely. I mean, the Coyote is just a fantastic engine, but unless you're going to boost it, you're you know, you're limited to pretty much, you know, 320 cubic inches if you do like a stroke or like the factory showdown cars which you know, those things make 1,500 horsepower in race trim. But Godzilla, you got 445 cubic inches. And you know from being a big block Mopar guy yeah. that you can't beat those cubes. It's got, you know, if I just told you the specs of the engine, you know, six-bolt mains, which Ford has had for a long time. Um, stop stroking. Stop stroking. We know you're you know, a Got guy. You got a <laughs> 217 intake valve. You got a 60-millimeter cam bore. You got you got a robust situation there to make uh, you know a lot of power with stock heads, block, and crank, steel crank from the factory. So, like in our case, we just wanted to do a cool NA build, and so we did just stock displacement, ported heads, but not crazy stock valve sizes, hydraulic roller, and uh, we did top it off with an innovate stack fuel injection, a billet stack fuel injection setup with OBR fuel injection and some ultimate headers. And uh, for a little 93 octane 11 to 1 pump gas motor with braking oil in it, it made 715 horse and it made Shut 580 torque. 580 torque.
1: 715 NA from, I mean, essentially, you said like stock motor, little port and God. polish and a cam. Now, nice intake, of course. Right? Oh, yeah.
2: And ro- right. So steel, steel uh, beam rods. And, uh, you know, just a nice forged piston. So, you know, you think about that. With that setup, you do 14-to-1 compression, a solid roller, um, a lightweight rotating assembly, and really go hog wild on the heads. And, you know, it is another 150, 200 horsepower there with with that setup. So you could probably make 900 NA with race gas.
1: Wow. Wow. Now, tell me, man, you know, like you said, talking specs right? It all sounds great, right? The one thing that I've been nervous about, the LS was in everything, right? It was in the Corvette, the Camaro, it was in the Cadillac, it was in the truck, it was in, you know, the GTO was in so many vehicles and there's bazillions of them in salvage yards. They did a great job at GM, putting them in crates and all sorts of fashions and superchargers and whatnot. Uh, And the aftermarket has just jumped all over it with every part and component that you might need. Uh, and so it made it easy for everybody who had an LS in their car to buy whatever they needed, headers, etc. to then the swaps. Now, a little bit of headwinds. This, this thing was only designed for a truck. Um, not so many of them going to be out in the marketplace. Uh, do you think that the aftermarket's going to be able to wrap their arms around it enough to make it just explode? Correction on, on what he was saying. It was
0: actually designed for the aftermarket they just they, they made it a checked a checkoff and approved thing to stick in trucks but they just wanted to get a, <laughs> a Ford big block uh, that architecture out to the to the masses and the truck was the delivery mechanism
1: for it this engine is yeah. going to
0: be huge and crate for end
1: thank you Brian after- Wolf <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah but right now you know it's, it's kind of pricey at the moment until we get a lot of them in the salvage yards do you think it's going to get the momentum that an LS an LS swap the world has
2: I don't think it'll have quite the LS um, following just because, like you said, it's, you know, you can even, you said Corvette, Camaro, you can add uh, Pontiac G8. There's just an endless list of Mm -hmm. cars and trucks that, you know, came with the LS and now the LT engine. Um, But in any scenario, there's always 10 Chevys to every Ford. Go to any drag strip, you know, when you have a regular bracket event or, uh You know any kind of event. The Ford's always been the underdog, so even if there's not quite as many of them, we'll just have to fight a little bit harder. But I think you—you know—I'm seeing some sick builds out there, uh, from Fox body stuff to truck stuff to drag race stuff. Cletus did did a really great yeah, yeah, one. Yeah,
0: I'm seen some too, but what are you doing? What are you doing to answer the call of the muscle car enthusiasts out there? Because that's where your lineage is really, you know, born from, spawned from. Well, what are you doing for us muscle car guys in that
2: realm? Well, Brian built us that killer motor, and uh, you know, we had to put it in something cool. I do have my fox body drag car sitting there, but I thought that was kind of been not been there, done that, but it would have been almost two. Yes, too been there easy. done that. So we went out, my friend Abe and I, uh, and found a 1968 Mercury Cyclone. Big. Cyclone. Big as bad as a Ford Mercury muscle car can get. Fastback, roof design, that funky front end. Mercury Cyclone, baby.
1: Right on, man. That's, That's a little dare to be different, right? That's taking an underdog and throwing the big power at it, throwing the cool factor at it. I like it. So tell me a little bit about like what is its sort of uh, you know aura gonna be right? Are you are you doing you know to the nines and and it's all custom paint and all that stuff? Are you leaving it kind of like barn barn find? Well, the, you say barn find the car actually was a legit
2: barn find. It sat in a guy's barn in I think Rochester, New York, for like ten years. There was like a Kodak employee sticker on the window, so probably it was somebody's daily driver in in Rochester, New York driving the thing to work every day at Kodak, and uh, it's an original 302 two-barrel automatic car, so it's not like we're gutting a 428 Cobra Jet. So, And the car happened to be white with a red pinstripe, so I started thinking, I I love me some Wood Brothers. Yeah. uh, Caliabro action. So uh, Abe kind of went out and painted, he found the, the right paint code, and he painted the roof red, and we thought... Wouldn't it be neat to have the car kind of look, not build a a, a Wood Brothers clone, but a Wood Brothers themed like we drug out (laughs) some like Wood Brothers car from the 60s and stuff the modern trans, uh, which would be a Tremec uh, Magnum and then a six speed, you know, the six speed Ford nine inch with that height Super Ride 2 suspension under there. So we're going to have modern suspension ride and brakes because we didn't want to be Riding around with old junky brakes and stuff. So you're going three pedal? Got to go three pedal, baby. And yeah. you're going, yeah,
0: you're going three pedal, and you're going some heights stuff underneath it, dude. That's I know very well uh, about that stuff in my in my wide body. So, yeah, man. It, that's a very righteous, adequate build. Now, what are you going to be banging gears on?
2: A straight mile, quarter mile, eighth mile, a road course, autocross track? What do you got? I'm quarter mile guy, man. I mean, I, with the suspension, it will be autocross, road course capable because we're going to put some bigger brakes on it. I wanted to find a set of those old school NASCAR wheels, but it just totally limits you on brakes. Mm. And I just can't see having 700 horsepower and and crappy brakes i just think that would maybe not end well so i'm not sure what wheel we're gonna put on it yet um but it's gonna have man
1: that nascar tire with the right wheel you know like uh and get some good brakes on there would be kind of cool yeah
2: so we'll definitely have grippy tires on it but the the focus will be like i think it'll be fun to do like because especially with the stack injection and it's gonna have to stick through the hood because what's the point of having that if you're not sticking it through the hood um (laughs) I think drag and drive, whether it's sick week or hot rod drag week, which is taking place right now, will be the place to really go hammer on that thing. And, uh, you know, maybe do like have I got my buddy Travis Hess. You probably heard of Bucky Hess, a super stock guy, incredible painter. I might have him come in and do like a faded old school 21 and, you know, make it look like uh, it was an old stock car.
1: Nice.
0: out of all the builds, because you've done so many documented builds for magazines, for for different things, you know, like that, and you've documented so many cool projects similar to this, does that make this one unique and different, or is it, you know, par for the course and run of the mill? This is what you do on a on a regular. Does this one have a,
2: a certain energy and feel to it that's that's
0: vastly unique and different for you?
2: A- absolutely, because a lot of the builds I've done have been drag-specific race cars for. A specific class like NHRA stock eliminator where you know you have the rule book and it's a really small window of things you can change and do so you're really trying to think and operate and, and maximize the gray areas with a car like this it's just whatever you dream up as far as transmission like as far as the body or the suspension the engine there's no rules it's just make it cool and I've never really built a car this loosely just what you know Hey, just make it cool. So <laughs> there, there's definitely that. And we're still in the dreamer mode because Abe's just fabricating like crazy. But we're, we're going to start throwing throw some wiring in it soon. We've already heard the engine run on the dyno. So that's a motivating factor. When you know you have that amount of power that you could unleash, it motivates you to get the car done.
0: Oh,
1: 100%. So did I, hear, did I hear Drag Week next year? Is it going to be on Drag Week? That would be
2: the goal, yeah. I'm hoping to have it ready for, you know, we're in Florida so things are flipped, right? Like, It's hot as heck down here now. You don't want to be out doing stuff. But in in December, I'm hoping to have this thing on the road by maybe March and be able to bring it to the NMRA event in uh, Gainesville, the National Mustang Racers Association. I think it's end of February. And uh, I think that would be our goal to get the car done and rolling by then.
1: All right, I'm going to hold you to it because I want to see this thing running. I want to take a ride in it, man. I want to do some burnouts. That sounds like a wicked cool ride. Now forget going for a ride. I'll just hand you the keys. You take me for a ride. Ooh, I got that recorded, man. Sign me up, man. Ooh, we're in Tampa a <laughs> lot, so you're gonna find me on your doorstep with with the recording in hand.
0: Yeah, no me be in your garage stealing the car. <laughs> 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 so, um, uh, Evan, I gotta ask, man what's the what's the end result? If we build cars for a for a purpose, where do you? Obviously, you just mentioned Drag Week. But is this going to be a, a quarter-mile car? Are you planning on setting some some ET numbers and, and setting the bar kind of hard uh, and high for what you're doing on stock, uh, on a, basically a stock engine? Uh, yes and no.
2: I think, I mean, it, it made 715 and, and the 580 torque. So you can kind of do the math. I'm thinking the car is going to be about 3,600 pounds because we did cut a lot out of it with the uh, factory suspension when we switched over to the Heights. Um, but so I kind of know that, you know, that horsepower level is probably enough to go pretty deep in the tens, uh, in a full on drag car. I think anything in the tens and, uh, probably over 130 miles an hour based on the horsepower and weight calculation would be, would be kind of a win, but it's, you know, we just want to have fun with it, do some burnouts. Again, I'm not like going to. In the old days, I would have been just building a full-on drag car and ringing, you know, getting a, a slipper clutch and a G-force. But with the street-style transmission, I really just wanted to not overheat, not break down, drive really good, and sound really rad when you crack it off with that uh, with that stack fuel injection. It has a big cackle to it.
1: Super cool, man, and look cool as hell.
2: Yeah. Oh, obviously. you'll never see, you'll never yeah. see another one like it. So that's one thing you kind of nobody else is going to have one. Amen to that. All right, quick
0: break. When we come back, more about let's say this crazy GTD Mustang I gotta ask you about. Good lord. I thought it was fake, man. I'll be honest. I thought it was fake when that's first saw it. I'm like, they're not gonna build that. They're not gonna do that. It's Ford. They wouldn't
1: dare. And then Well, who would have thought a full carbon fiber, three hundred thousand dollar Mustang? Right? Right, that's let's, let's Ford GT and Ferrari kind of territory. So let's get some skinny on that. And it's little brother, the Dark Horse, which is also laying down some pretty good numbers at a good bang for bucks. Yeah, so, man. Picking your brain on those two.
0: Funny, I got a Dark Horse story, i all Coming at you next, it's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He's Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. We're back after the break. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And fired up. We have our boy Evan and known better as Revin Evan on YouTube. Uh, make sure you check out his YouTube channel and all the cool stuff he's doing. So we were talking about that cool Cyclone, Bill. He's building a 68 Cyclone with a Godzilla engine. Let's pivot, talk more about some Mustangs that you've been playing on and working with. Dude, I honest to God, I thought that GTD Mustang was a joke. I couldn't believe. I was like, they're not really going to do that. Um, We'll get on that in a minute, but first, you mentioned something during the break. You mentioned this dark horse racing, which I got to tell you, man, uh, back in my street racing days, um, I, I don't advocate street racing, but back there was a time where one of the best nights ever for me on a street race I took on a whole Dark Horse Mustang group. They're Dark Horse Racing out of Denver. I took on their five or six top heavy hitters and cleaned them all up, dude. I came home with 34, 35 hundo in my pocket. Massive smiles, dude. But yeah, in front of everybody, they traveled all far, you know. And one guy came from Wyoming. I put him on a trailer in a heartbeat. Uh, Me and my boys were running through him, man. And I I beat down like five of them. It was great. It was one of the best night street racing in my life. Uh, hopefully, your dark horse is stronger than theirs.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. Ford just introduced it, so we'll, we'll, I don't want we'll to see how they run at the track. And I'm sure people are going to go hog wild with building them out. But oh, tell me about the car itself. Well, I haven't heard too much
0: about it, other than yeah, man, they're coming out with a dark horse Mustang, which you know it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what that thing comes in at. So give me a little rundown on it.
2: Yeah, so you know for 2024 ford switched from the s 550 chassis to the s 650 chassis so a lot of upgrades to the chassis it looks like
1: a camaro to be honest stop it it does it looks like a camaro it's got some camaro i mean i'm a mustang guy and a camaro guy and i'll tell you it's got a little bit of both in there you know
2: i i I would agree but i would also like i would also venture to say that over time a lot of cars look similar i mean Any any fastback car from the sixties, a Fairlane, a GTO, a Chevelle, they have similar silhouettes. And if you look at an M four BMW from the side, it's the same as a Camaro and a Mustang. I mean, they are all kind of have similar styling traits. But that aside, you could think whatever you want as far as what it actually it's a looks like. Or does <laughs> it's Or a does the Camaro look like the Mustang? You know, I don't know.
1: Either way, it's so, looking good. Gen- I'll say that. I think it looks. I think it looks great. I think all trimmed up, all decked out. Like I think I think they hit it pretty good on the outside.
0: Obviously when you say it looks like a Camaro, that's an improvement. Well, God, could, you could say
2: that. It does um, definitely doesn't look like a challenger though, I promise you. That. So it, it looks great. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> know. Right? I mean, I, I'm still stuck on uh, the earlier styling. The S six fifty, very sharp edge front end to me. It's still growing on me. I like the back of the car, the styling, the side looks nice, but let's talk you know, let's talk turkey. A couple things. Number one Next year, 2025, you'll be able to buy a Mustang, and you won't be able to buy a Camaro or a Challenger. So, that just oof. hurt. Ooh. That just was so mean. Ah, you can say wonderful. what you want about the Mustang. At least it's still going yeah. to be around with a V8. But <laughs> Gen 4 Coyote, we're on the fourth generation of the Coyote engine, which has direct fuel injection. Ford up the ante a little bit with bigger camshafts, a revised cylinder head. They've got a. They went back to a steel oil pan that's supposed to be worth about five horsepower over the old oil pan. But the the big news is that Ford switched to a dual throttle inlet, so twin throttle bodies and two big you know zip tubes that meet the two air filters. And your first instinct is, wow, that's really cool. But why did they do it? Why didn't they just go bigger? Um, they had to add some carbon traps and do some things for EPA. And in order to meet the airflow demands to support 500 horsepower, which is what the dark horse makes, they needed to do a dual throttle body deal. So we dynoed one out on my YouTube channel, actually put the video up today, this morning, which I'm not sure when this airs, but it's up there on my YouTube. And it made, we started with 440 at the wheels, 438 at the wheels, which comes out right about 500. And we did a couple of tweaks to the inlet system and ended up at 550. Um, and wow. that's on a manual transmission car. So that puts it about 515 horse, I think. And that's without any tuning because currently there's no tuning available yet. They've yet to crack the code.
1: Dude, think about that. A 5 liter, right? 302-ish, making 500 NA from the factory. That is just mind-blowing. Right? I thought when 06Z06 came out, a 7 liter at 505. Like, that was, right? I, pfft. Brain splattered everywhere. Uh, here we are just a little while later. It's not seven liters. It's five liters making 500. That, obviously not the same torque, but.
2: No, but to put it in perspective, the 07 Shelby GT500 with a 5.8 and a supercharger made 500. Yeah. Um, GT, sorry, GT, the Ford GT, is that what you said? Nope. The 07 GT500 oh, when yeah. the Shelby came back out. Yep. It was rated at 500 horsepower. I think it made uh, way, way into the fours on torque, so more than the than the uh, dark horse. But horsepower was the same, and with the 10 speed automatic and the efficiency of that, it's a quicker car in the quarter mile than pretty much anything that Ford built. You know, as far as the up until like the um, the modern Shelby.
1: Well, that dark horse is literally like a half a step away from the the GT 350. Right, the Voodoo 5.2. Correct, right? A little bit more displacement and flat plane crank, and you're probably making the 525. You know, like, oh,
2: no, no doubt about it. I think the displacement alone, and I think I don't know what the, the compression is on the new GT. I know the GT uh, 350 was like 12 to 1. It's probably the same because of the DI. Um, but yeah, if you used all that stuff, and God, if Ford would have used a dual throttle intake, not just a dual throttle body, but a dual runner. Uh, dual plenum intake there'd be probably another 40 to 60 horsepower with a properly designed intake on either one of those engines yeah no so, doubt no doubt which, which is like what the corvette z06 has now is a, a that's a proper engine right there
0: dude yeah that's what i was getting ready to say what the, isn't that thing making like na 650
2: somewhere in that ballpark some crazy number yeah and my buddy has one that uh, works at holly and it just i heard one the other day it just sounds awesome
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what's the dark horse? Who's the demographic for that? I think that would be since Ford currently, you know, with the new model, that's their highest end halo car right now because they haven't announced whether they will be doing a GT500, I assume they will, and they're I doubt they're going to do a GT350. So I think it's a little bit of a different audience because it is a sixty five dollars car, but a lot of technology. I drove the handling pack version at the Roval at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And I mean, just unbelievable levels of grip, acceleration. Of course, it has the new modern screens for dashboards, which uh, it's growing on me, but I still like old school better. Uh, but ride quality and everything is improved. Car's a great car for for performance. But if you think about it, I, don't, I think it's been like 21 or 22 or something years since Ford's come out with a new nameplate, 08, when they came out with the Bullet. So everything's been Mach 1, Shelby GT500, Boss 302. Ford has not come out with a new nameplate. So maybe they're going after maybe uh, the video game set or a younger crowd where they have something to call their own, meaning the dark horse. They, you know, a lot of people gave them slack. They should have called it a Boss. It should have been a Mach 1. But, you know, I kind of like that the car has its own... Uh, its own name and it'll stand on its own and be recognized for what it is not just give it some old nostalgic name okay well
0: that being said what do you think is the next evolution this gtd mustang this thing looks by all you know intentions and purposes to be the the absolute slayer of all things mustang like this thing is going to like if there's the baddest mustang you send the baddest person you to fight your battle for you this is what they're sending
2: yeah i mean ford hasn't announced a weight on it but we know it's 800 horsepower it's going to have a rear mounted seven speed dct so it's going to shift like lightning so i mean if it's all carbon body lightweight
1: rear mounted like like transaxle
2: correct Wow. So for weight distribution, they're going to go to Lama with this thing. There's going to be a real race version. and But the streetcar version, I mean, just again, if a current GT500 runs 10... I went 1060 at 133 with 760 horse. So you got uh, 40 more horsepower, more weight over the rear tires, a bigger tire, and probably lighter weight um, to the tune of, I would guess, 500 plus or more pounds so you got to think this thing will be not only nine second capable, at mid 137 range, 138, but go to any road course in the country and just mop, you know, go mop up Porsche GT3s and Ferrari Evo, uh, you know, 488s and stuff like that. Not that it will mop them up. But I guess that's the target, is to be able to do all that stuff.
1: At least head-to-head, yeah, head-to-head with the top dogs out there. And like you said, man, to run nines in the quarter when it's technically a road car.
2: Yeah, and I'm speculating that, but, I I mean, the math kind of adds up.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, you know? I mean, all right, so it's very low in the tens, high in the nines, if anything. Uh, To run that kind of quarter-mile time from a road car, uh, that's, that's really meant to go after a GT3 Porsche. Pretty cool. Pretty well, impressive. and the
2: fact that and the fact that with that 800 horsepower you get like you're going to get like 680 i don't know if they announced the torque but i think the gt 500 is well over 600 in torque 620 or something like that i don't have that committed to memory so you're going to have ridiculous flat torque curve with that supercharged 5.2
1: so what's the run what's the run number like how many are they planning on producing um and where do you think they're going to end up like what hands are going to buy those
2: well, at three hundred thousand, you're going to see collectors. You're going to see probably people who really do go run them pretty hard. Um, not as many, but I think a lot of people will collect them. Kind of like the Ford GT thing, you'll see them a lot at cars and coffees. There'll be a certain kind of panache to own in one. Um, I'm hoping to get my hands on one. I got I got a line. <laughs> if you're
1: listening, if you're listening, Ford, put me on the list. I'm ready. Now, is it is it meant for? Um... For the racer kind of like a cobra jet where you essentially buy almost a turnkey imsa type you know road race car like you would a cobra jet and go race it
2: from what i understand this is full-on street car stuff i don't believe it has a roll cage in it i think it has a back seat mm. i think they're targeting the true street market like a you know like a gt3 road going porsche wow. now i don't know that Race teams, I would imagine race teams will be able to buy the race version if you want to be a privateer and go to Le Mans or run IMSA um, and race the car. I think that is the plan. They're going to sell race car versions of it. They, they kind of have to. That's the real reason for doing it. But the street car is going to be out there and uh, they will be lurking.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the idea is, right, we're homologizing a certain number of street cars. So they can go run them in a certain class, Le Mans and other. Correct. Okay.
0: Dude, think about where we're at. You know, behind me is a Super Stock, right? That's last four years in a row. That's the fastest muscle car I've made until this 170 comes out for Dodge. That's going to be their killers. You're talking the GTD, 800 horsepower. Chevrolet has their offerings of 700 to 800 horsepower. Dude, we're living in the. the I mean, the crescendo of all things modern muscle car ice you know engines that we could ever dream of 10 15 20 years ago man like this is our dream come true right now
2: like my man jim campesano says these are the good old days
1: yeah baby <laughs> yeah it's yeah crazy, i hope we can man. hang on to them man uh there's been a little bit of a sort of a kickback in ev but sounds like the always, you know especially like gm and and uh mopar guys have you know claim to pull back their muscle cars to go into that ev segment so you know it'll be interesting to see did ford make the right decision with with the mustang here and keeping the v8 and how long it'll run right in the ice sort of world versus you know pulling the plug completely
2: we're
0: gonna find out yeah man what a crazy story to tell all right speaking of finding out how do people find
2: out more about rev and evan well, you can check me out on YouTube at Revan Evan. That's R E V A N. Kind of like my name. It's a little play on my name. I'm on Facebook all the time if you want to follow me there. And my Instagram is Revan Evan underscore YouTube. Pretty, pretty, oh, yeah. uh, try to keep it all together. And we're just out there having fun.
0: Yeah, that's a blast, man. It's always cool to see you, always cool to catch up. Make sure you guys follow them. catch up on our show too, Aaron weekends on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings, also available on Motor Trend Plus, which is our streaming format, a great way to find us. Thanks to our producer, Scoop, executive producer, Bob Ecker. I'm Willie B., that's Kevin Bird, and that is Revin Evan of YouTube, and this is the Two Guys Garage podcast.
1: Yeah, don't forget our website, twoguysgarage.com. Check us out on social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two guys Garage. Two Guys Garage Podcast. It's copyright 2023. Brent Productions Incorporated. All rights reserved.
0: So, Evan, real fast, are you going to keep the 6.8 Cyclone? Is that oh, your yeah. baby? Is it parked in your garage? Uh, I mean,
2: it's in Abe's shop right now, but we're he's on the car, but that it ain't going nowhere. We have we have a st- 71 Mercury wagon, too, with a Cleveland 4-speed that, that we might get oh. rid of, but that thing's pretty neat, too. It's, it's slow as hell, but it's fun.
0: Alright,
1: man. Can't wait to see that car, bro. Yeah, next time we're in town, we're coming over for for uh you know updates where's it at how's it doing when's it gonna no be problem. done that'd be good yep all right man appreciate it evan hope you guys enjoyed it man got some scoop from the man on the new mustang the 68 cyclone with the big old godzilla in it we'll we'll check you on the next two guys garage podcast